Welcome to Intuition Speaks, a podcast about learning how to lean in and develop your intuitive gifts so that you can understand the messages that you've been receiving from the universe. I am Akashic Shamanic Healer, Tia Marie. My hope is that this podcast will help to uplift and inspire you on your inner path and journey to a more aligned life filled with joy. Thank you for joining me, and I hope you enjoy. Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of Intuition Speaks. I am your Akashic Shamanic Healer, Tia Marie, and I am so thankful to have you here today. Today's episode is all about how to ask the right questions. And I want to preface this with there really is no like stupid questions or wrong questions, but learning how to ask questions in a way that brings out the most or best information is going to really help you with digging in deeper and getting the answers that you truly deeply desire. Part of the equation is sometimes we don't actually want to know the answer. And I know this sounds like maybe contradictory like well why would i ask questions about something if i don't truly want to know the answer so oftentimes we have this burning desire to know something and it comes from like the ego's desire to become an amazing problem solver and one of the things it does in order to help make it look like it's this amazing problem solver is it creates problems. So oftentimes your ego, your mind will create a problem that might not actually be that big of a problem, but it keeps like setting this fire alarm off in your mind that this is what you need to focus on. This is a huge deal. This is a huge problem. We need to be aware of this. And it creates like this energy of anxiety and overwhelm, frustration, like there's this huge barrier in your life surrounding whatever this topic is because the ego can't actually figure it out. And by hyper-focusing on this issue, it kind of creates like a self-reward system, but like in a negative way. So it keeps reinforcing this negative pattern of thinking because it's creating this surge of energy that comes up every time you think about it. And we oftentimes get addicted to this type of energy even when it's not positive and it's not benefiting us in any way. So why would you not actually want to know the answer to something that's creating so much frustration and distress and overwhelm? Well, part of the reason could be that, well, one, the ego wouldn't be coming up with the solution, right? So it wouldn't be the amazing problem solver that it's trying to make itself out to be. And then two, if you actually knew the 
actual reason behind whatever the fire alarms that get you know, pulled in your mind regularly, if you actually knew the answer, then you would no longer get that really deep surge and hit of adrenaline that your body is started to become addicted to. So there is this like cycle that you're going through. And then to top that off, there is always usually a deep seated ego fear behind knowing things because then that might require you to change and do things differently. So if you actually knew the answer to the issue or the problem that you continuously have, it might look like you having to make a change in your life. And anything involving change is just like historically been a really big ego like fear. Because change is always unknown, it's always scary, but it doesn't have to be. You you don't have to be afraid. And one of the things that I talk regularly about is really working with your ego instead of against your ego. And we did a whole episode about working with your ego. So one of the ways that you can work with your ego is by training it to be more curious and allowing it to have a say in what happens after. So I always tell my ego, well, we might not like what we hear, but that's okay. We can like write it down and then come back to it later if we feel like it's something that's been beneficial for us. And at first, There were a lot of times I was receiving these answers and I was ignoring the messages and I was writing them down. I was like, okay, we'll just leave this for another time. And I would start to see, or my ego also would start to see that the way things played out was pretty much on par with what my intuition or what the Akashic records were showing me in that I wasn't really doing myself any favors by ignoring what was coming up or what was coming through. If anything, it seemed to delay any progress that I was actually making in my life. And it got to the point where my ego was like, oh, well, maybe like, what if I tried something that my intuition keeps telling me to do? What if like, I actually followed through and then I started to follow through on like little things and eventually that fear of not knowing what the answers would be that would come through stopped being a fear and started being more of a curiosity because it became more of a game. It became like play like, okay, well, let's see how my ego feels after we learn about it and then given our past history of not making really any progress when we ignore it maybe we'll try it maybe we'll take a baby step in that direction and not do the whole thing but maybe there's like a small step to get us started and see what happens and like spirals on from there and for those of you who are generators, I get a lot of people who say like, I don't hear my sacral response or I don't feel it. And I think a lot of that is also like a part of the ego, not wanting to know the answer and kind of like 
bringing the awareness, bringing the fire alarms back in your head, because if you're in your head, then you're not going to feel your body. And if you're constantly disconnected from your body, you're never going to hear your sacral response. So oftentimes I would get a sacral response to something, a stimulus or a question, and my ego would be like, oh, no, no, there's like no way we can't do this. This is like definitely not for me. This is just, you know, my sacral just being a dreamer. Um, and that was also something that I learned through, okay, well, maybe we'll record what our sacral response said. Maybe like this thing is truly deeply exciting to me because it's something I might need to explore and taking little tiny baby steps towards that direction. So I'm not going to make this whole episode all about the ego because we already did an episode about that, but kind of just prefacing that a lot of times we avoid questions or we block ourselves from an understanding or an answer because we're afraid to receive that answer. So like working on just being unconditionally in a place of receiving and working through that fear by saying like, we'll listen, but we don't have to act. Or maybe we'll listen and we'll create a plan to do a small action based on what we find out. So a lot of times I get asked like, well, how do you get that depth of information? And it's not necessarily like I said that there are wrong questions, but there are also right questions. <laughs> so I know that doesn't make any sense, but so the fact that there's no wrong questions, it's just a matter of how you're asking them and then what you're doing after you ask those questions is what makes it correct or right. So if you are struggling to get more information out of a question that you've asked the Akashic Records or you've asked your intuition and you kind of just keep feeling like you're getting firewalled by your ego, you need to start with questions that don't feel as threatening. So it's kind of like an interview, right? Imagine every time you're going into the Akashic Records or you're sitting down with your intuition, are you going to jump in to an interview with some other person and just like ask the meaty question right away? Does that make sense? I think that the way that you should go into every session with yourself or the Akashic Records is by getting a feel for the energy surrounding the problem. Start with something that is not threatening, especially to your ego. Start with something that kind of like warms you up to the situation. It's extremely tempting to want to dive in headfirst and get that meaty, fiery, burning question answered but you have to build up for it. You know, if you jump right into that and your ego immediately says, no, I'm not, I'm not listening. I don't want to be here for this. That's too much for me. Then the rest of the session is going to kind of feel like a failure. And 
by building yourself up gradually to it, starting with a non-threatening question, starting with a question about the topic, but not necessarily the burning question. So like, let's say you have a relationship issue that you need some resolution on. Maybe you need to know what your next step in that relationship is. You know, are you going to move forward or not? That's a very heated energy topic, right? So the ego might be less threatened by finding out what lessons you've needed to know about your relationships in general. Like what themes, what patterns of behavior that need to be in your awareness, not necessarily about the relationship in question, but maybe about all your relationships or relationships you've had in past lives. So there's a parallel there, right? We're still asking about relationships and I'm sure you're going to get some like little gold nuggets with that. And being able to start there, you might get some really good information that will help you build off of that. So the key to good questions is building off of a starting question to get you to the place where you want to be. So when I was trying to figure out my autoimmune issues, I didn't dive into like, do I have this diagnosis? Because my ego immediately would have been like, yeah, no, (laughs) we're not going to know that one. So I started off by asking questions about my symptoms, questions about my behavior or foods that I consumed, questions about whether or not I should see a doctor, questions about perhaps like what testing I should be getting from the doctor. And then I asked the question, do I have Hashimoto's? Do I have Lyme disease? And of course the ego did laugh and was like, ha ha ha, we'll find out about that, won't we? at the doctors. Um, so it was more open to receiving the answer to that, but it was still like that skeptical, like, ah, okay, sure. So if I had gone in with that though, and not gotten the supporting information that made me go, okay, well, you know what? I know that I can get self laboratory testing done to check on my thyroid. So I ordered that online. There's not really any way to like find out if you have Lyme disease. And I didn't even bring it up when I went to the doctor, but I did show up with my thyroid tests. And to be honest with you, they don't really test enough of the different hormones for your thyroid, but the tests that I did do came back enough to like show to me like, oh, okay, yeah, there's something wonky going on here. It didn't do like the hormones or the antigens or anything like that. So Um, but it was enough for my ego to be like, okay, yeah, okay, let's, let's follow up with the doctor. Obviously I don't feel good. I haven't felt good since I was a teenager. So like maybe, maybe this is the time if I go with some evidence that like we need to dig deeper and I didn't even bring up Lyme disease. I was just like, yeah, whatever that, that can't be because I don't recall ever getting bit by a tick or having that ring rash. So I was like, yeah, whatever. So 
had I just jumped in with like, oh, do I have these diagnoses? Maybe I wouldn't have taken that baby step of like ordering the test because that was one of the questions I asked first was like, are there any tests that I need to self-do prior to seeing the doctor? So building up to that helped me. And then another thing that I really want to kind of focus in on is not just building up to the question. So like not just starting with the meatiest question, but also asking follow-up questions. Because a lot of times I will get people who ask me, like, I received this answer, but I don't know what it means. And if you're receiving answers and you don't know what it means, it means that you needed to ask more questions. So a lot of times we'll get answers where maybe we weren't specific enough about how much detail we wanted to receive, or maybe it was like a breadcrumb. I find a lot of times I get a lot of breadcrumbs. And if I'm not really willing to ask what the breadcrumb is about or where it came from, they're more often likely to just watch you wonder and figure out what to do this with this breadcrumb. I just feel like it's part of our nature sometimes with the ego to just be like, oh, well, that was interesting. And then look to somebody else and be like, do you know what this means? Instead of going back to the source of the information where that breadcrumb came from and being like, okay, so why don't you just like give me more information about this? What am I supposed to do with this? What does that look like? Is there something I need to understand about this? You know, do I have energy that I need to release around this? So really understanding that like you need to go back and ask who, what, when, where, and why. Like you need to ask those questions until you have an understanding of it. And it wasn't until I started working with like teachers who would just like look at me and be like, well, what do you think it means? Like I would come to my shamanic teacher and be like, I had this journey and they told me this and I don't know what that means. And she would just look at me and go, well, what do you think it means? And I would get so frustrated because I was like, why can't you tell me? Why don't you just tell me you're my teacher? And she'd be like, go journey go ask. And while that seemed really infuriating to my ego at the time, it's become a really good lesson that we are our own teachers and we are our own guides. And of course, spirit always is guiding me and spirit's always teaching me, but our highest selves are really there for us to be our gurus, be the energy and source that we learn from. And I love working with my highest self because she is a pretty badass energy (laughs) that I hope to embody someday. But when we start asking the questions to get more validation, to get more information, that's when that like uncovering and unlayering and peeling back that onion 
layering to get to the core of what it is we need to know. So oftentimes we stop at the question and we don't dig enough deeper. So really the only thing that makes it a good question is asking more questions and not being afraid to ask more questions. I've asked some questions repeatedly over and over again just to see if you know the answer might change. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. But like not being afraid to be annoying. Like I'm pretty sure your guides would rather tell you again for the hundredth time than have you do the wrong thing again for the hundredth time. Like they really do want to be there to support you and help you. And so if you have to ask them like every day for the rest of your life the same question, I don't think they're going to get upset at you. And that is essentially what asking the right questions are. Starting off non-inflammatory. So starting off with the small questions, building up to that burning question, and asking more questions to get more depth and understanding. Sometimes I feel like they just give us the most direct answer because the ego is the one who really loves stories. It likes to know the beginning, the middle, the end, and it likes to know why everything is. Well, spirit's just going to give you the the answer. And then you're going to be like, okay, well, how did we get there? What's the beginning, the middle, and the end? And unless you ask the questions, you're not going to be able to fill those in. So that is all about asking the right questions, being willing to look in deeper, overcoming your fear of knowing the answers and starting off in a non-fiery, you know, overly meaty question way. I hope you guys found this episode helpful. I am really excited. Some amazing things are happening for me this year. Part of me doesn't know if I should share this, but I Well, why not? I am, as many of you know, starting my Kundalini teacher training course, and I cannot wait to be able to start bringing Kundalini to my Patreon. I will have a special tier just for that. It will include all the energy um, healing, and it will be included in the top tier as well. Um, and I cannot wait for this February. I am going to be learning how to do cranial sacral with like a combination of lymphatic drainage. And I really don't completely understand how all of this is fitting in, but I just know that every time it comes up, I get excited and I'm just listening to that sacral response and I'm leaning into it. I was also invited by the teacher who will be teaching that to collaborate to create a program, an allied health program. And I have absolutely no idea how that's going to look, but it it just feels really expansive and it feels really exciting. And I'm not going to get into detail about it until like more of this energy kind of settles and I figure out more of it. I have so much kind of like energetically stacked up on my plate right now. So like I understand that's coming further along down in the year. So right now I'm just focusing on asking the questions for the things that are in the present moment. 
I am also working on right now a quantum healing with the Akashic Records course. So my goal right now is to have the ebook and the e-workbook finished and ready by February 1st. And I will be working on creating videos for the e-course. I will have attunements and specific energy healing um, that will be included in the course as well. And starting in February, if you are in my intuition development circle, that is what we're going to be focusing on for the month of February. So right now in January, we are working on trusting yourself, learning how to lean into your intuition, um, learning to get messages from your intuition and like work with the ego. And then um, we will be moving into quantum healing. It's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot of stuff. I just feel all of this energy kind of being pulled out of me right now and just like showing up to show people how I do what I do. So I'm trying to make the ebook as comprehensive as possible. And I am um, going to create a workbook to go with it for you to do the exercises in it. And then there will be a separate PDF that contains all of the links to the videos, all the links to the ebooks and the e-workbook and all of the uh, attunements and energy sessions that will be included with that. And um, all of that as a complete package will be available, my goal is like by mid-March. And so because I'm teaching this in the intuition development circle, um, so basically what it will be is I'll be sharing the videos I create every week and then we'll do uh, group coaching on questions, uh, which will help me kind of formulate a Q&A for um, the course when it's completed. And then by the end of or mid of March, then I will have everything compiled um, together for releasing this as a standalone course. When the course comes out, it's going to likely be between 444 or 555. I'm not going to be offering it as a special discount like I do with my other courses when they come out because I'm teaching it in the intuition development circle. The intuition development circle is only 99.99. So um, just under $100 every month and it will be included in the intuition development circle uh, after that, but we will not be working on the materials together. That will be self-study. So you'll be welcome to ask any questions regarding that. My muscle testing course is also available on there and so is my Reiki 1 and 2 course. So it will be available in my intuition development circle um, Patreon portion of it, but it won't be what I'm actively teaching on. Um, but anyone who is in the circle is welcome to ask any questions regarding their own personal journeys, 
um, and development. I post so much inner work stuff in there. Like every day I'm sharing my journal entries with you guys. I'm sharing you with you my transformational work, the stuff that I'm doing. Um, and I can help you through your own work that you're doing as well. If you're getting stuck on questions, I'm really good at kind of targeting where the ego is kind of getting you stuck and how to move around the ego and how to get deeper into that transformation that you're looking for. Um, I say to anybody who is really interested in joining my circle that like this is really for people who are leaders who want to have a transformational year. This is my year to transform and I am just on fire every day. I have this energy burning within me. I obviously take days for rest and, you know, just integrating that energy. But like every day I'm showing up with something new for you guys. Uh, Definitely check it out if that's something that you are interested in. I also have two other tiers for you guys if you are not ready for that commitment and that is totally fine. My first tier is the Akashic Healing Library uh, that has like all my healing sessions on there. It has a couple of adjustments. It has the Akashic Attunement in there. Uh, It has my guided meditations. I'm always, always, always adding, if not weekly, then every other week. Um, stuff in there all the time. I've had a couple weeks where I've like created eight or more sessions. (laughs) So I think with this work that I'm doing, I'm either going to be creating even more stuff or it might be the same level, but we'll see what happens. Um, And then I have one tier above that, which is 3333 a month. And that has all of my attunements in it. it has my Reiki one self study course in it and the attunement for that it has my muscle testing course in that one as well for you to access it has some resources in there as well um, I have a lot of great ebooks that I share in there that are my own personal ebooks so I have so much to offer in there for you guys to really be able to do this self-healing work that you want to do. So definitely check my Patreon out. The link is in my show notes. And with that, I hope you guys have an amazing week. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this episode of Intuition Speaks. If you love what I do, consider supporting me on Patreon. Over there, I have an amazing, extensive Akashic Healing Library full of audios with healing intention and beautiful meditation music. Or if you would like an Akashic reading, please make sure you find my links in the show notes. If you like this episode, please subscribe so you don't miss out on another one. And be sure to share it with someone who would enjoy this podcast. Thank you again and until next time.